Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on Instagram. You could also follow the podcast on Instagram. Our handle is the Jesus Witch Pod. I am so excited to join you today and talk about the Holy Trinity, what that means to me, what is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We'll dive into all of that during this episode. Before we jump in, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app so you get notifications whenever I put out a new episode. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I would be super appreciative if you would leave us a five-star review because that would help people find this podcast and get the word out about Jesus witchery. And if you would like to help fund our quest in getting a real microphone so that I can record this podcast on, I'm currently using headphones that I think I got from Five Below. So the sound quality is not the best. And I would really love to buy a blue snowball microphone so that I could create some better content for you and your ears to enjoy. So if you would like to help donate to that, I think I need around $70-ish to buy a blue snowball. You can visit paypal.me slash the G. Jesus Witch Podcast to donate. Now let's jump into it and talk all about the Trinity. If you grew up in a Catholic environment like me, the Holy Trinity was something that was super duper emphasized on. I can't speak for evangelical Christians and how they grow up if it's like super prevalent, um, if the Holy Spirit and the Trinity in general is like super prevalent through their teachings. But I know in Catholicism, before I could walk, I knew what the Holy Trinity I knew what the Holy Trinity was. So what's the Holy Trinity exactly? It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Classic three-in-one, the foundation of the Christian faith. In Matthew 28, 19, Jesus says before he is ascended to heaven, he says, Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So right there, Jesus is telling us, this is like the biggest commandment that he left with us, is to go out and spread his gospel and tell people that it's through the power of the Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that these miracles are being made and these miracles are being done. So today we're just going to break down the Trinity a little bit further. We're going to define who the Son is, who the Father is, and who the Holy Spirit is. So let's start with the Son because I feel like he's the easiest part of the Trinity to break down. So obviously if you're a Christian or if you're a Jesus witch, you believe that the Son is Jesus Christ. Um, I believe that the Son is Jesus Christ and that is why I follow him and I try to emulate him. So where is the evidence for Jesus being the Son of God in the Gospels? I mean, it starts in the beginning when Mary gets pregnant and the angel Gabriel comes and pays her a visit telling her that she's about to be impregnated with 
the Son of Man. Um, but my personal favorite verse where it says that Jesus is the Son of God is Matthew 3, um, 17, which states, And behold, a voice out of the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This like verse takes place right after Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River by John the Baptist. And like the sky broke open a little bit. And in other accounts, it says that the Spirit of God fell onto him like a dove. It's just a really beautiful imagery and a very clear depiction that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the one that we are meant to be emulating. He is the one that we are meant to be following. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I personally interpret this verse as Jesus asking us as his disciples to emulate his character. I know I've said emulate a lot of times. I need to find like a synonym for that word. So if you got <laughs> if you've got a cinnamon cinnamon, oh my gosh, I'm leaving that in. If you have a synonym for the word emulate, hook me up with it in the DMs. So um we're not constantly using the same verbiage but anyway i feel like this is a really great verse um that displays jesus wanting us to be his ambassadors and to use him as an example of the way to live he is the way he is the truth living in him living the way that he lived living the way that he loved other people giving the way that he gave forgiving the way that he forgave that is the way that is the way to real peace and real freedom within this world um and i think that's a really great verse to just display that and then matthew three seventeen is a great verse that very plain in black and white and maybe red letters if you have a cool bible that has um Jesus's words and God's words in the red. Uh, but Matthew 3, 17 is very clear. This is my son. This is my beloved son in who I am well pleased. It's very clear who Jesus is to God. So now that we've discussed who Jesus is, let's talk about God. Who is the big man upstairs? So I don't know if you knew this, but God actually goes by several different names and in the show notes page i found a blog post that has all of the names he goes by so if you want to check that out go click that link but i'm going to share with you a few of my personal favorite names that god goes by so first i really love yahweh that's the name that i use most in my practice um which it just directly translates relates to like Lord or Jehovah. I like using Yahweh because I think it's a very clear message of who I'm talking to. There's a lot of other gods out there and I feel like just saying God sometimes isn't specific enough. So I like being really specific by saying Yahweh. Another one I really like is Elohim, um, which that actually translates to the word God like that is what means God or all-powerful creator um, and then there are a bunch of like Jehovah Jireh which is the Lord will provide which if you know that song by Elevation Worship Jireh um, that's where they get that name from um, there's a bunch of like where they have the word Jehovah in front of them like Jehovah Nissa which is the Lord of my banner Jehovah Ra um, the Lord my shepherd Jehovah Rapa the Lord that heals like there's just so many different names Adonai which is Lord or master um, El Shaddai Lord God Almighty um, so there's just a bunch of different names 
for God throughout the Bible. So now that we know the names of God, let's talk about who exactly he is. So Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created. So right here, this is telling us that God, Yahweh, El Shaddai, Elohim, no matter what name you're using from the biblical um. <laughs> the biblical encyclopedia of words for God, he is the creator. And there's more than just Genesis 1 that displays God as the creator or God as source. I really love how New Age religions or New Age movements, they've been calling like the first consciousness, the creator spirit, um, basically God. They've been calling him source. And there are actual verses within the Bible that refer to Yahweh, refer to God, our God, as source. You go through the Psalms and you read throughout the Psalms. There's so many that call him source. But I actually pulled one um, from 1 Corinthians. So I'm looking at 1 Corinthians 8, 6, which says, yet for us, there's one God, the Father, who is the source of all things. So right in the Corinthians, right in the new testament we have god being referred to as source the source of creation um, and then in romans eleven thirty six, it says all things originate with him and come from him telling us that yahweh is the beginning the middle and the end all things are created from him all things come through him and he is the true original source i think the bible is very clear about that and again just read through the psalms i really love um, Yahweh being referred to as source and it is he's referred to so many times throughout the Psalms as source and it's really interesting to see the parallels of Christianity and more new ageism or whatever like word you want to put there and how at the root of new ageism it is hitting that high frequency of love and when you really get to the root of Christianity and to the root of what Jesus came here to do it was to heal and to love uh, so I really find it very interesting the parallels parallels that it has but that is who Yahweh is that is who God is um, he's the source he's the beginning the middle and the end and now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show I absolutely love Christian witchery reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level my passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast but if this podcast isn't enough your soul is hungry for more and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ during our sessions together I would help you to create biblically based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. 
In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed to seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co, you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10 minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show so the next part of the trinity would be the holy spirit so who is the holy spirit if you've noticed so far we've only been talking about male deities jesus presented as male yahweh uses he him pronouns so he presents as a more male masculine energy so how about the Holy Spirit is that a masculine energy I would personally debate that the Holy Spirit is not a masculine energy and that the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine energy for us Christian witches Um, and for Christians in general it's honestly a shame that Christianity does not recognize the Holy Spirit as the divine feminine I feel like Christians all over the place are being robbed of the relationship that they they deserve with the the mother the mother goddess and with the holy spirit because the holy spirit's being so watered down I feel like in evangelicalism at least like from my experience um and instead of like really stepping into her power she's not being addressed but anyway I have a couple of scripture thingies here (laughs) some scripture things I have some verses I want to jump into that talk a little bit about the divine feminine but our next episode we're really going to get into the divine feminine what her name is what I personally call her um and more like scripture about her but for now we're just going to talk a little bit about the evidence of the divine feminine in genesis and then the evidence that the holy spirit is actually the divine feminine first let's talk about the evidence of the existence of the divine feminine in genesis so in genesis 1 26 through 27 it says then god said let us make human beings in our image to be like us they will reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the wild animals on earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So right here, it says, let us make human beings in 
our image to be like us. I think God is very clear that he's collaborating with somebody else, with some other divine entity when creating both male and female. And I have heard in my time in the ICOC, they said that the, the person, the entity, the spirit that God was collaborating with was Jesus Christ, right? Um, I personally don't think that makes sense because if you look at a woman's body and a male's body, they're a little bit different. You know, they have like different parts and different functions and stuff. So clearly the female body was being created and modeled after a more female or divine feminine being and the male body was being created and modeled after a more male or divine masculine being it i it just does not make sense to me personally for the trinity to be all male because then why aren't we all dudes you know if if god created human humans in his image and there was no divine feminine then why are we all not just just men so now let's talk a little bit about why i think the holy spirit is really the divine feminine so in john 14 26 jesus says but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and bring your remembrance to all things that i've said to you right so it's saying here john jesus is saying in the book of john in this verse that the helper is the holy spirit Okay, now let's go back to Genesis and talk a little bit about the creation of women. In Genesis 22, or 2.20, <laughs> in Genesis 2.20, it says, he, he, which is, he's referring to Adam, he gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and the wild animals, but there was no helper right for him. Then after this verse, God goes on to create Eve to be Adam's helper. So what do we see here, right? We have Adam who's the male, who needs a helper, quote unquote, which that we can, that could be a whole other episode. That needs to be a whole other episode. Um, but we have the male who needs his quote unquote helper. And then God creates Eve, who is the first woman. Okay, so Jesus is referring to the helper in John, which is the Holy Spirit. So I don't know, the Bible likes to be really consistent with word, like words like this. So I think... Like the way that I'm interpreting this is that the helper in Genesis, the woman, right, is the same helper that Jesus is referring to in John, the divine feminine. Another thing I want to look at when comparing the Holy Spirit to the divine feminine is the word wisdom. Throughout the New Testament, throughout the book of Proverbs and the Old Testament, the spirit of the Lord is referred to as wisdom. But then in Proverbs, wisdom is referred to as a woman. Whoa, isn't that crazy? So let's, <laughs> let's read some verses, okay? So Isaiah 11, 2, it says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Then in Proverbs, all of the Proverbs, Proverbs 1 through 9, it talks a lot about lady wisdom. One of my favorite verses comes out of Proverbs 3, verses 13 through 18, which these state, 
Um, joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All of her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. I think the Bible makes it very clear that when it's talking about wisdom, it is talking about the divine feminine, the wisdom that only a woman or only the divine feminine can have. But luckily, anybody, no matter what gender you are, you can participate in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Once you accept Jesus, once you expect, accept the Holy Spirit into your heart, you become a living temple for her to dwell in and you continuously get her wisdom, her strength, her peace, all of the gifts that she offers that are way more precious than rubies and way more precious than gold. But we're going to talk a little bit more about the Divine Feminine next week in our Divine Feminine episode. I'm really, 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 really excited to talk to you about the Divine Feminine because this is something I'm super passionate about. As I said before, I think that traditional Christianity and people who follow traditional Christianity are being robbed of their relationship with the mother goddess, with the divine feminine, with that like sacred woman. And I'm really excited for the opportunity to share her name with you and share what she has revealed herself to me as and just share more about her because I think the divine feminine is so important, especially for us Jesus witches. You see on TikTok and like Instagram and everywhere, which is using divine feminine and i feel like if you decide to be a christian witch sometimes that can be a little bit you can be like oh like i don't have a divine feminine kind of thing but you do you just have to like look for her and you know read the bible and not read it for what a pastor tells you it is but read it for the words that it really has in there and just search for the message that god really wanted to get out from it from this sacred book that has unfortunately been messed with a lot but anyway, that is our conversation about the Holy Trinity for today. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm so excited that you spent this time with me and uh, that I got to share all this information with you and these verses with you. All of the verses that I mentioned will be in the show notes page. If you have any like questions or comments on the podcast, you could send them to our Instagram DMs. Our Instagram handle is the Jesus Witch pod or you could send an email to the jesus witch podcast at gmail.com all that information will be in the show notes page as well again i was your host lena um my instagram is lena the jesus witch um and if you want to help support this show and donate to our microphone fund as i said before i need about 70 dollars ish to get a blue snowball microphone in order to make some better sounding content for you if you want to donate to that head over to the paypal.me link that is in the description box below or not the description box below that's youtube <laughs> the paypal.me link that's in the show notes page anyway don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to so next week when the divine feminine episode drops you will be notified i will see you then goodbye oh ooh, ooh! i almost forgot to do the verse of the day okay today's verse of the day is proverbs 2 verses 10 through 12 
for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. So I love, I chose this because we were talking about how the Holy Spirit is wisdom and the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine. So it's like really important to have the divine feminine in your life because she saves you from unwise choices she fills your heart with joy she is just the bomb.com and she'll also give you like really good discernment so the divine feminine the holy spirit is where it's at so we'll talk more about her next week anyway i'll talk to you then bye bye